You've just joined us in the cantina, where we serve up a double shot of positive vibes. Let's unclench, unwind, and understand that I think we're doing our best, and I think we're doing great. Pour yourself a drink, and let's jump into it. Let's start with a fluff piece. And when I say fluff, I really do mean fluff. On December 27th, 2012, in Wisconsin, Dennis and Susan, a lovely couple in their 50s, experienced the full circle of karma. You see, Dennis and Susan had a rescue chicken. The rescue chicken's name was Cluck Cluck. Now, Cluck Cluck was originally their neighbor's chicken, who was going to be killed by said neighbors because she wasn't producing eggs. Dennis felt bad for the chicken, who would often wander over to their house just to say hi, borrow a cup of sugar, like a neighbor will do. So, they decided to adopt Cluck Cluck and build her her own coop. She was also allowed to sleep inside in the basement on particularly cold nights. And it was that fateful night on December 27th. Cluck Cluck happened to be sleeping inside because it was cold when she started freaking out, absolutely losing it as much as a chicken can. And the reason why? The house was on fire. That's right, everyone was asleep to the world. But Justice and Cluck Cluck never sleep. She kicked up such a fuss, she woke up every member of the house, including both Dennis and Susan and their cat, which I don't see a name for, but let's call her Meow Meow. Everyone made it out safely. So it really is a late Christmas miracle, we could say. And it just goes to show. It's amazing sometimes in life, there is no lifesaver like a big old chicken. Let's play Guess Who. I'm going to give you 10 little known facts on a public figure that you think you know, and we'll see if you can get it. Ready? Let's play. Fact number one. They own one of the world's smallest vineyards in Switzerland. It consists of 1.6 meters of land and three vines. That makes me want to get into gardening, actually. <laughs> number two. They were on the CIA payroll from the late 1950s to 1974. Number three. This person cannot swim, but their greatest fear is sharks. Number four, one of their hobbies is to repair watches. Five, they have their phone number publicly listed on their Facebook profile. Six, they had a personal escort and security advisor in the 90s that was a legit ninja. 7. They've written over a hundred books. Any ideas so far? 8. 
having a photograph of them, praying for their long life, or wearing any jewelry with their image is considered subversive in China. Nine, this person sometimes lets mosquitoes bite them so that the mosquito can be happy for a bit. That is almost saintly, isn't it? Number 10, and this will probably tip you off. They were first born 622 years ago. Any ideas? The 14th Dalai Lama is the current Dalai Lama, the highest spiritual leader of Tibet. I always knew I liked the Dalai Lama, but who knew he had such a colorful and varied life before this? It was either the Dalai Lama or a very well-educated octopus. It's time for What's in Your Glass? And today, we're sipping on a warm hug whiskey. This is a simple, straightforward recipe and perfect for the fall. Now, full disclaimer, this is a family recipe. There are two things that my family loves to do when the weather gets a little crispy. One is apple picking. Two is figuring out how we can incorporate having a drink with apple picking. <laughs> we found a way. The family that drinks together stays together. If you have been apple picking and you've managed to find some beautiful apple cider, so much the better. Now is a great time to support local independent anything really. If you're not near any apple orchards, just try to find some fresh as you can apple cider. In a pinch, you can use apple juice, but apple cider is really gonna be your best bet for something like this. The flavor is going to be much richer. So, I'm gonna tell you how to make a portion for one, and you can always multiply for more. You're gonna need one and a half ounces, or one shot of the whiskey of your choice. Today, we have Chivas. You're also gonna need about half a shot glass of Fireball. This is cinnamon whiskey, and it will warm the cockles of your heart. Three, you're gonna need about just under half a shot of butterscotch schnapps. If you've never had butterscotch schnapps, it almost tastes like a melted down Werther's original. Highly delicious, and it will sneak up on you. So be careful when you're using any kind of ingredients that have a nice, almost candy taste to them. It's really easy to, shall we say, lose track? Not that I'm speaking from personal experience, of course. So in a pot, and I definitely recommend doing this on stovetop over microwaving. If you have a copper pot, so much the better. But really, anything that you can heat something up in on the stove is just fine. Add one cup of apple cider. Now you wanna heat this up gently and slowly. If you wanna get really fancy, I recommend using a cinnamon stick. 
It's aromatic, it's perfect for the season, and it's garnish that's giving you flavor as well. Now this part is really important. You want to make sure to heat up the apple cider by itself. You do not want to add your liquor to this because what's gonna happen is as your, as your mixture cooks or heats up, I should say, the alcohol is going to start to burn off. This is why in restaurants when you see something is made with a savory dish rather, it's made with red wine, white wine, bourbon, whatever the case may be, the alcohol is cooked off but the taste remains. Because we're making a cocktail, we want to keep that alcohol. <laughs> so make sure to get the temperature just below a boil. We're not making spaghetti, <laughs> we really just want to warm that up. Once it's warm and you have your cinnamon stick in there, you can also, if it is something that you have on hand or you want to personalize it a bit more, you can add star anise, you can add maybe a touch of clove. There's a lot of different things you can infuse here, but you want to make sure to reach for something woodsy. We want to make sure that they're going to play well together. So now that I have my cup of apple cider, nice and warm, not quite hot, but just about there, with my cinnamon stick, and I don't love star anise, but if you have some and you love it, ooh, what else is nice too is cardamom. If you have any cardamom and a little grater, or you can cut it in half, put it in, and then just be sure to fish it out again. Cardamom's gonna give it even more warmth. Again, it's those warm, kind of woodsy spices. Uh, remove that from the heat, and now you add your liquor. The fun guests, the loud guests, the noisy guests, and the lives of the party are about to show up. So we have our one cup of apple cider. We have our shot of whiskey of your choice. Again, I have Chivas half a shot of butterscotch schnapps, half a shot of fireball. I like to serve mine with the cinnamon stick in. Uh, there's so many variations you can do on this, but the one thing I would always recommend, and it sounds silly to say, but I've broken so many glasses myself, make sure you're using a mug, a thick mug with a handle. I thought once it would be really cute to serve in those copper cups that you use for a Moscow mule. They're made of metal. So the whole cup heated up and I had to wait till it cooled down to enjoy it, which kind of negated me heating it up in the first place. So find yourself a nice mug. Uh, sometimes you can find the clear ones so you can see what's going on as well. It's, it's a beautiful drink, you wanna show it off. Now fair warning, this drink does go to your head. The combination of the different whiskeys, plus the sweet, plus the fact that it's warm, I recommend slowing down with this one because it is almost that candy taste to it. This is a sneaky one, so <laughs> be well aware of it. To quote, I'm not sure who said this first, but it is completely true. This whiskey tastes like I'm about to tell you how I really feel. <laughs> And that is a warm whiskey hug. Salut! Speaking of whiskey and things that make you feel fun, have you ever seen those vintage ads? 
Listen, it was a different world, so I am not going to judge. I can't judge yesterday by what I know today. But I can laugh about it. So here are some vintage, let's say, remedies. Uh, the first one is called One Night Syrup. And I'm going to read the ingredient list to you. Alcohol, cannabis, indica, chloroform, and morphine. The bottle reads, skillfully combined with a number of other ingredients. Other ingredients. So the, these are the ingredients they're telling us about, which to me begs the question, what aren't they putting on the label? <laughs> and that was a cough syrup, by the way. I don't think you're going to be coughing or, or doing too much of anything after, after a spoonful of that. Now, this one is called Infant's Relief, and per fluid ounce contains cannabis indica, sweet spirits of nitra, I couldn't even begin to guess, <laughs> and, wait for it, chloroform. It cheerfully indicates for all looseness of bowels. So they're saying that this is for babies who are constipated. Or awake, because again, this this sounds like something that uh, might relax you just a little bit. Now this one is a personal favorite of mine, where the cure may be, um, I don't want to say worse, but disproportionate to the ailment in this case. So this is another diarrhea remedy. I guess people had diarrhea a lot then. And these are, if you look at the at the bottles, these are from, I mean, the 1900s. So it's not like this was available in the 70s. I mean, separately, sure, but uh, not next to the NyQuil. <laughs> this is one fluid ounce of, it's not saying the name, which makes me think it could still be a company that's around, but <laughs> they've obscured the label. But it does say one fluid ounce is 45% alcohol, 10% chloroform, three grains of tricolor butyl alcohol, and morphine. Chloroform and morphine really seem to go hand in hand here. But you know, I bet people really couldn't wait to catch a cold back then. Mom, I have a tickle in my throat. Well, no worries, honey. Let me just get the chloroform. Trust me, nothing is going to be bothering you very soon. Tickle in your throat? House burned down. My cat has amnesia? I forgot who I am. Wait, are those the effects or the benefits of this cough syrup? <laughs> This episode has been brought to you by reruns because I just can't handle any more surprises. Give me Chandler Bing, give me the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Fran Find the Nanny any day. Reruns because I know that at least this will end well. Well, that's the end of my drink and the end of the show. And in these uncertain times, I want you to remember the little blobby of toothpaste on your toothbrush is called, it has a name, a nurdle. <laughs> Hun, could you just put a nurdle of toothpaste on my toothbrush? Thanks. <laughs> Salut!
This has been a Cat Flap production. In association with Not For Sale Media.